Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 590. When I receive Holy Communion, I entreat and beg the Savior to heal my tongue so that I may never fail in love of neighbor. Jesus, you know how ardently I desire to hide so that no one may know me but your sweetest heart. I want to be a tiny violet, hidden in the grass, unknown in a magnificent enclosed garden in which beautiful lilies and roses grow. The beautiful rose and the lovely lily can be seen from afar, but in order to see a little violet, one has to bend low, even its only its scent gives it away. Oh, how happy I am to be able to hide myself in this way. O oh, my divine bridegroom, the flower of my heart and the scent of my pure love are for you. My soul has drowned itself in you eternal God, from the moment when you yourself drew me to yourself, O my Jesus, the more I have known you, the more ardently I have desired you. I learned in the heart of Jesus that in heaven itself there is a heaven to which not all but only chosen souls have access. Incomprehensible is the happiness in which the soul will be immersed. O oh my God, oh that I could describe this even in some little degree. Souls are penetrated by his divinity and pass from brightness to brightness, an unchanging light, but never monotonous, always new, though never changing. O oh Holy Trinity, make yourself known to souls. O oh my Jesus, Nothing is better for the soul than humiliations. In contempt is the secret of happiness, when the soul recognizes that, of itself, it is only wretchedness and nothingness, and that whatever it possesses of good is a gift of God. When the soul sees that everything is given it freely, and that the only thing it has of itself is its own misery, this is what sustains it, in a continual act of humble prostration before the majesty of God. And God, seeing the soul in such a disposition, pursues it with his graces. As the soul continues to immerse itself more deeply into the abyss of its nothingness and need, God uses his omnipotence to exalt it. If there is a truly happy soul upon earth, it can only be a truly humble soul. At first, one's self-love suffers greatly on this account, but after a soul has struggled courageously, God grants it much light by which it sees how wretched and full of deception everything is. God alone is in its heart. A humble soul does not trust itself, but places all its confidence in God. God defends the humble soul and lets himself into its secrets, and the soul abides in unsurpassable happiness which no one can comprehend. One evening, 
One of the deceased sisters, who had already visited me a few times, appeared to me. The first time I had seen her, she had been in great suffering, and then gradually these sufferings had diminished. This time she was radiant with happiness, and she told me she was already in heaven. She told me that God had tried our house with tribulation because Mother General, Michael, had given in to doubts, not believing what I had said about this soul. And further, as a sign that only now, that she was only now in heaven, God would bless our house. Then she came closer to me, embraced me sincerely, and said, I must go now. I understood how closely the three stages of a soul's life are bound together, that is to say, life on earth, in purgatory, and in heaven, the communion of saints. St. Faustina's prayer when she receives Holy Communion is one that all of us could use. She asks the Lord to heal her tongue that she would never fail in love of neighbor. How easily we can say something hurtful without thinking. Faustina prays to Jesus. She wants to become a little unnoticed flower. She learns that there is a special place in heaven for chosen souls who excel in holiness. The key is humility. All good comes from God. We can't rely on our own strength. A deceased sister visited her, thanking her for her prayers. She revealed that the Mother General had doubted what Faustina had said about the need for prayers for that sister, so God had withheld graces from the convent. Let us always remember to pray for the souls of our deceased loved ones and never forget them. Faustina sees how closely bound together are the three stages of a soul's life, earth, purgatory, and heaven. This mystery of the communion of saints is profound. Our loved ones who have gone before us are closer to us than we realize. Let us unite in praying for the church here on earth, marching onward toward heaven, the church suffering in purgatory, and the church triumphant in heaven. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075 Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? 
I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.